0: full of snacks. I don't know. I don't know. It was was creepy. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you ready? Yes. Hey, welcome to Snackdown. I'm Justin and this is... Andy. Andy. And And this is the first drink episode of the next 100. Yeah. Should I stop talking about the next 100 episodes? (laughs) Like Uh, episode 150 and...
1: Maybe stop it like uh, at a cool 20 episodes (laughs) in.
0: I'll make sure I continue to mention it for that long.
1: Yeah, this is... um... This is like you know, and we were all still talking about Y two K, you know, in like oh one, maybe. That's true. Were we? I don't know. No, probably not. We're
0: yeah, we were like, we remember how stupid we were?
1: No, or like, but like, anytime you had like a moist towelette, you're like, oh, I could take a whole shower with that. <laughs> remember when people were buying this like whole body moist towelettes? No.
0: <laughs> that was just your. Must family. have been a reg- <laughs> <laughs> Must have been a regional joke. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) I feel stupid. Okay.
1: (laughs) So what the heck are we doing right now? So
0: we are, this is a drink episode and those are always my favorite. And we are diving back into gin. I feel like we haven't had gin in a long time. I don't know. It's been a bit. It's been a bit. Gin has
1: been a part of different drinks that we've had. But you know what? Gin is best in the warmer temperatures. Yeah.
0: And I think a lot of our cocktails that we do on here are very like rum or bourbon or vodka. Oh, yeah. So... I'm happy to be diving back into gin. And so we're diving back into gin with two kind of... With two Gs. (laughs) Yeah, we're getting back into gin. (laughs) And Uh. so these... (laughs) That was bad. So these these gins are kind of different. And so we've only ever done clear gins. So basically the gins we've had in the past kind of look like vodka. They're no color. They're transparent. And so the two gins that we're doing here are different colors. And there's different reasons for that. And so we'll... uh, Uh, Stay tuned. (laughs) We'll get into that. Yeah. And so let's get into it right now. (laughs) So one of the gins we're going to do, uh, this is a Tommy Rotter gin. Mm -hmm. And this is actually the only Tommy Rotter gin I've ever had. I haven't had like their classic, like regular gin. And this was a gift from Wayne. So thank you, Wayne. And it turned into like... All of our favorite gins at D D. And mm-hmm. so now we all just keep buying this gin. So this is Tommy Rotter uh cask strength bourbon barrel aged gin.
1: Which it's funny because like we carried that through to our DD episode. Mm-hmm. We had uh what did we have? Did we have gimlets?
0: Yes, we did. Nice. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and so this it's got a very like bourbon color, and that's from the aging in the bourbon barrel casks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I really like this gin just because like if you're drinking it straight, it has that botanical flower taste of a good gin but it also has like a nice smooth caramelish taste yeah. from the bourbon yeah it's, really good.
1: I, it's so it's been a little bit since i've had it and i didn't have a lot gonna um, but i'm gonna give a give it a little sniff what does it smell like to you let's say it at the same time three two one I don't root know. beer root beer yeah give it another smell
0: hmm. It does have a little bit of a soda vibe
1: yeah and it's definitely like i think the juniper sort of has kind of like a little minty sort of piney smell about it mm-hmm. and then you kind of have that caramelized
0: yeah the on the nose the smell the botanicals are muted a little bit than other gins that you're smelling mm-hmm. so yeah let's just give us a little taste yeah, a little sippy
1: <laughs> and this is cask yeah. cask strength <laughs> so right so this was, is 61 percent right
0: Yeah, this is a very strong gin. This is 61%.
1: I don't like just sipping this.
0: (laughs) Just like you can feel it all the way down to your stomach. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm glad I was pounding Pringles right before I got
0: here. (laughs) You don't have to drink the whole thing. I guess I poured.
1: That's quite a bit for, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's some fire water right there.
0: Um, I think it's pretty good straight, though. It is. (laughs) So this is pot distilled in small batches to articulate a deliberate blend of infused herbs, fruits, roots, and flowers. This bourbon barrel gin was made with patience and intent. Is it fruits, roots, and flowers,
1: or is it fruits, roots, and flowers?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was reading it wrong. Fruits, roots, and flowers. (laughs) Uh, Uh,
1: (laughs) No, that was good. I like it. And this is batch number six. (laughs) Oh, that's cool.
0: That's cool. They have uh, it uh, in a red Sharpie.
1: Wow. Someone must get, like, tired hands. And
0: so this gin, this bourbon barrel aged gin, is a double gold winner.
1: Is that actually a Sharpie? You don't think it's, like, just printed on there?
0: No, I think it's a Sharpie. A lot of the ones that have the number on it are. Oh yeah, no,
1: yeah, you're right, dude. Yeah, because it's got a good amount of like ink bleed on it, mm-hmm. which you don't see on the rest of the label. Nice.
0: So the next one, this is a Empress 1908 Gin. Yes. And this is very purple. purple very. Although purple. when I poured it in the shot glass, it's blue. Like look at yours. Yeah, mine's it's very blue. Mine's bluey. And yeah. so the reason of that is because it is made with butterfly pea blossoms.
1: Yes, which are added late in the distillation process. Mm-hmm.
0: And so I think a lot of times, I've never tried it yet, Andy has, mm-hmm. a lot of times this gin is used in cocktails to give it a really cool color. And it does. And it does, because it's depending on what you mix it on, the color kind of changes slightly. It can turn to like a blue, it can turn purple, sometimes pink. it turns a little bit like pink. Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: We, we did a, uh, is that a French 75 with uh, with gin and champagne? Yeah. So we had a French 75 the other night and it was like, yeah, it was like a nice, like a little kind of like pink, you cool. know, pinkish. That's cool.
0: So, yeah. And so it's going to taste a little bit different just because of the butterfly pea blossoms, which I don't know what a butterfly pea blossom is.
1: You've never had one? No. I, I Isn't blue or we purple? I don't know.
0: And when I think peas, I think green.
1: <laughs> Sweet peas or <are laughs> made Maybe we should be... look up
0: butterfly pea blossoms. Mm.
1: What's the blossom, though?
0: I don't know. So this one smells very... <laughs> <laughs> but, <like> the...
1: <laughs> it would be like the equivalent of being like, uh, yeah, apple blossoms. Like,
0: Yeah, you can look up apple blossoms.
1: I know you can look it up, but I'm just saying like, that's not going to be like, hmm. Why aren't the apple blossoms like very deep red actually? Look, it says it's red.
0: delicate butterfly pea blossoms. It doesn't mm-hmm. say they added butterfly peas. Right. So right. there is a difference. What do you think about this? Very delicate. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. It, it's so different from the other one. Surprisingly like them being Completely. the same thing. Yeah. Um, when,
1: when I think of a um when I think of like a classic martini, it tastes like this. Right, like I mean, obviously you want some vermouth, but this is a pretty dry, a pretty dry gin. It's a very dry gin, (laughs) right? Would you agree? Yeah, it's dry. It's Mm -hmm. very dry, and um, yeah, it's juniper forward. You know, is it delicate? Um, I don't know. I wouldn't call this delicate.
0: So I don't think it's very floral
1: either. I think it's like a really juniper forward gin.
0: It is more floral than the Tommy Rotter, though. So this gin. Is crafted by Victoria Distillers with mixologists from the iconic Empress Hotel. Empress 1908 Gin uses hand-selected botanicals infused with delicate butterfly pea blossoms to create its signature jewel tone. Our nuanced distillation process imparts a superior balance of traditional flavors with a Pacific Northwest twist. Add tonic or citrus and watch the spirit transform.
1: So this is a Canadian gin?
0: Um, yeah, product of Canada. Nice. And also it says Napa, California on here. Mm. So it's it's distilled and bottled by the uh, Victoria Distillers. So that's in, that's in British Columbia. Oh, okay, okay. It's imported by. Uh, ah, gotcha. It's imported by NAVA California.
1: This is good. So I, you know, well, let's keep this part brief because I mean these are these are fantastic gins. We we like them both, right? Mm-hmm. So far, and I can't wait to try some fun little cocktails with so, you,
0: Justin. I just want to see. I want to see our cocktails. So here's but. something different. <laughs> <laughs> so. The Empress gin here mm-hmm. is distilled from corn. Interesting. And the Tommy Rotter gin is distilled from grain.
1: Did it say what grain
0: or nah? It just says grain. Very interesting. And Tommy Rotter is from Buffalo, New York. So that's pretty close Whoa. to Syracuse here. That's
1: really cool. Yeah, I um I can't wait to get my hands on that because I have not had... I, I haven't bought the to-
0: Tommy it, Rotter before. It's so good. It changes drinks like so much. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to mm. pop that in. So I think we're going to do kind of a normal-ish... Cocktail with a little bit of a spin on it, okay and then we're gonna do a kind of something a little bit wild. And I'm really excited about the second one.
1: How wild, dude? I have to drive home, right?
0: Well, they're both gonna be kind of
1: just wild in terms of like taking a trip to Flavor Town, or in terms of Flavortown, like okay, yeah. okay,
0: the, any dr- any drink you do with this Tommy rotter barrel aged because it's 61% is a kind of crazy one, kind of wild.
1: Yeah, that's that's the crazy one that we're gonna do. No,
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, well <laughs> did you eat lunch you you just were eating pringles is that all you ate uh no i i had a you uh, are gonna be like laying on the couch after. i did episode. have
1: a uh well yeah but i had a um peanut butter and jelly no peanut butter and honey on a potato bread bread that's it
0: That and some sandwich pringles.
1: i had a cliff bar too
0: mm, okay well that, that'll that that yeah. cliff bar probably put you over the edge that'll be go. my savior
1: yeah It like cross me into like the threshold of safety mm-hmm. let's be right back
0: yeah we'll be right back with a Sweet old cocktail.
1: <laughs> well, stay tuned, everyone, and make your own cocktail. <laughs> Just actually put it on pause and see if we both get back to the listening place and uh, see if we all came up with the same cocktail. Yeah. Well,
0: cool. Cool.
1: Just message us if you came up right. Don't if you didn't. We don't want to hear from losers. <laughs> <laughs> see ya. Bye. <laughs>
0: And we're back and
1: we're putting a little bit of a play on a, a modern classic. <laughs> yeah. So this is,
0: <laughs> let's just t- try a sip.
1: Okay. I, lo- I love that. Let's just try a sips. Yeah. And then let's just talk about it.
0: Hmm. Wowie zowie. So this is <laughs> a gin dark and stormy, I believe. What is that? So it's a play on, so uh, dark and stormy is like a Moscow mule. But it's usually with rum, I think, or bourbon. No. So a dark and stormy is what? rum and ginger beer, basically. It's very okay. simple. Yeah. Okay. And so I don't know why this is called a dark and stormy, but it's called a bourbon barrel aged gin dark and stormy. So we've got your Weird. gin. We've got the Tommy Rotter bourbon barrel aged gin. Yes. Then we put in a little bit of uh, lemon juice. Yes. We put in something called Cynar. What is that? <laughs> it doesn't say.
1: What? What do you mean? You just bought something and it, s- it doesn't say what it is?
0: Nope. It says. <laughs> Why is there like a. Um, it looks like a hop
1: on there, doesn't it? It looks like an artichoke.
0: Kind of like a hop. Little hop bulb. It just says Cynar, Resetta Originale. And that's the only thing it says on here. It's a product okay. of Italy. <laughs> so I put a, just a little bit of that in there. There's not that much in there. Okay. And then we did a brown sugar syrup, kind of. So it's just like brown sugar, equal parts brown sugar and water. And then we, you mix that all together. Is that everything? Yeah, so that's the gin, the lime. Oh. <laughs> I did lemon juice instead of lime juice. Oh, whatever. I just realized that. That's okay. Because lime juice goes really well with ginger beer, which mm-hmm. is the last ingredient. So after you mix all that together, you put in your ginger beer, and you're just topping with ginger beer. We snack downed it. Mm-hmm. We made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're uh, putting a little mint sprig on there.
1: Okay, so let's talk about Sinar really quickly, okay? Like very quickly.
0: Is that what you like swallow to like kill yourself? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a secret agent and my
1: boss gave me Cynar.
0: <laughs> Just in case- got a Cynar pill. Stop. Him.
1: <laughs> Just before people catch me. So Cynar is an Italian bitter aperitif and it's made by Campari Group. Oh. It's interesting. it's considered to be bitters. How much did you add to it?
0: So there's only a quarter ounce in each drink. So it's very light.
1: <laughs> All right. So so we're going to have a new contest, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, the contest is are you going to run out of Cynar or Grenadine first? <laughs> Why? I'm going to guess Grenadine. Because you're going to have massive quantities of both. This
0: is a big jug of Cynar. Yeah. <laughs> for I used half an ounce. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh.
1: it's, it's an um, Amaro uh, type of liqueur. So those are typically, that's like the sort of the family of what type of liqueur it is. And it's just like a bitter liqueur. So Italian Amaro, and I'm saying it wrong, but it's Italian for bitter. So hmm. it's a bitter liqueur. And it is made from 13 herbs and plants, predominantly of which is, say it. Hops. Artichoke.
0: Oh, really? That yeah. is an artichoke. <laughs>
1: yeah. So it's artichoke. We should have
0: done this in our artichoke episode. We should have.
1: I mean, who would have thought that there would have been
0: freaking artichoke Ar- Artichoke liqueur? liqueur. Well, there you go. That's insane. I <laughs> Kind <laughs> of, maybe not today, but I kind of want to just taste it straight. Mm-hmm. See what it, what it tastes yeah, like. Yeah, definitely not today. Yeah. <laughs> So What's I it? think this would be a little bit better if I had done lime juice instead of lime Come on, man. It's really good. But lime goes so good with ginger beer. It's still very good. This is really, really good.
1: So it's um, garnished with mint. So it does have a little bit of mint on the nose. Mm-hmm. It's When you garnish with mint, it's very hard to escape that,
0: right? Mm-hmm. So the other thing I did that was different is I got a different type of ginger beer. Because usually I use the Goya ginger beer. I just love it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you're tasting a cocktail with a bunch of ingredients, the Goya is too strong. Oh, boy, yeah. Uh. Which I like, but I was like, eh, I want to get something not that, just maybe I can taste other things. But then I saw this. It's from Q. It's called Spectacular Ginger Beer. Hmm. What's in it, bud? Per- it's specifically made to be for mixed drinks because it says, I wanted a perfect ginger beer, one with a big ginger punch and lots of carbonation, but none of the syrupy sweetness. Hmm. Most ginger beers try to be both a spicy soda and a mixer, so they end up being... Neither. I made Q ginger beer to be a mixer and a mixer only. So it's spicier, more carbonated, and less sweet. But on here it has ingredients. It says ginger, agave, lime, chili peppers, coriander, cardamom, and extra cardamom. Oh, no. (laughs) Extra carbonation. (laughs) And
1: and did we hear you like cardamom? Because we put more in there.
0: (laughs) Cardamom, cardamom, cardamom.
1: it's coming up cardamom <laughs> that's the name of the episode oh, we've right. already titled extra it.
0: carbonation it's really what it is and this is from brooklyn mm. that's <laughs> awesome this is good oh it's actually kind of refreshing
1: it is pretty refreshing i can taste the italian bitter liqueur kind of in the in the back of my mouth and really towards the end mm-hmm. and i think that probably pairs with that super bitey ginger beer yeah. i wonder if there's any heat from you know all the crazy stuff that you added on there did you say there was
0: cardamom on there yeah, cardamom. Yep. Huh, interesting. What I thought, interesting. What I thought was weird is that there's chili peppers in this ginger beer. It's yeah. really strange. But it's probably like very minimal. Mm-hmm. It's probably just to boost the spice of it.
1: Right. So, But that's kind of where I was like wondering. I'm like, where do I have this like kind of semi-persistent heat in the back of my throat? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's
0: probably a mix of the ginger beer and the bitters. The mm-hmm. sinar. Mm-hmm. It could be the sinar poisoning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Justin, why are you wringing your hands over there? And, Don't choke on it. And, and looking at me maniacally. <laughs> it's working <laughs> how open you are about like presenting me with the sinar though yeah it's very cocky and bold of you
0: yeah so yeah i have a big jug of sinar so if anyone out there uh, is a big no. like, sinar enthusiast pop on over and i'll pour you a glass <laughs> oh I, I thought that
1: was i thought that statement was about to get yeah. dark really no. quickly well uh yeah.
0: we'll sip sinar as the sun goes down yeah I wonder, Interesting. If the, I wonder if this Cynar could be, so it's made from the same company as Campari.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I wonder how similar it is to Campari. Like, could I make like a Jungle Bird with Cynar? I kind of like saying Cynar. We're probably not even saying it right. <laughs> yeah, we should maybe look it up. It's like, Canar. Yeah. <laughs> canar. <laughs> so on the back, there it gives you two suggestions for cocktails, which is a Cynar and Cola. Cynar. Oh, Cynar. Cynar.
1: Cynar. It's like if you're trying to say cider and you're just like, you got any more cider? Yeah. Signer. Signer. A little, I like signer. signer
0: better, but Signer, it's okay. Signer.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, uh, Signer and cola, which is just Signer. Nope. And cola. Signer. <laughs> You're just topping your cola with like what? a fourth ounce of Signer.
1: What's the uh, What's the ABV of that?
0: Uh, sixteen point five percent. And then uh, the other thing they say is a Signer Manhattan, which is rye whiskey, red vermouth, and then you add a little bit of Signer. Wow. <laughs> So how do you think this compares to like a ginger, like a Moscow Mule? Or have you ever had a Dark and Stormy? Um,
1: Not that I can necessarily remember.
0: But we've had other drinks with ginger beer in it. And rum. Yeah. Right. So how do you think this compares?
1: I mean, honestly, I would say like the biggest part of this is Sinar. sinar See, I'm not Signer. tasting it
0: that much. You're... You keep talking, going back. It's to It's very
1: sinery. Signer. Here, let me <laughs> let me smell it.
0: It's almost fall. We can drink hard Siner. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it's artichokes. <laughs> I'm so happy it is. So, in the, in the same
1: sense that we love Jungle Birds because it takes something that's you know otherwise really fruity and I mean pineapple-y and rum and and then kind of just balances it with a little bit of that bitters. The Amaro Bite. I don't know. I mean, I think this also balances it, too. Mm -hmm. If you want something that's just kind of like straight sugar liquid and then, or liquid sugar and then like bourbon or name your like liquor that you really like, this isn't it. I mean, this has a little more bite. But if you do like ginger beer, I think it really, like if you like a bitey ginger beer, I think the Q Spectacular Ginger Beer plus the Signer like they really Mm -hmm. pair well.
0: I think sometimes when I've had drinks with ginger beer or ginger ale in it, Mm -hmm. It does tend to be on like the syrupy sweet sign, depending yeah. on what ginger beer they use, which is yeah. what this, like the Q ginger beer says is like, yeah. oh, the ginger beers are too syrupy and sweet. Yeah, it's like, and this is a protest song? Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, especially if like the ratio of like ginger beer or ginger ale to other ingredients is higher. Yeah. And so I think, I think the sinar kind of balances it to be a little bit more bitter. And also, I'm kind of probably using a little bit more bitter ginger ale or ginger beer.
1: Probably, yeah. and But I, I think they do, they really do, it's like a shift. It's mm-hmm. definitely a big shift towards drier, bitier in terms of a drink. It's got a good dynamic to it. Mm-hmm. My my only concern or critique about this is that it does not let the Tommy Rotter shine. No, it doesn't. Right?
0: Yeah, it kind of gets lost in there.
1: Yeah. So, I think I think if, if you really want to enjoy Tommy Rotter in like... The, 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 what is it, barrel cask, mm-hmm. something? Don't do ginger beer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, do something that's like very, like a gimlet. Like a gimlet, like it really mm-hmm. did its thing. Yeah. I think in a gin and tonic, it also would.
0: So I've had it with basically just lemon or lime juice and a little bit of simple syrup, and it is like, yeah. it's just so good. Mm-hmm. Although I will say with this, I don't think you could use another gin in this. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't think know, we could man. use like the Empress or Hendrix or I think like we probably could Plymouth. I think those botanicals are too strong, and I really think that the I think this accentuates the bourbon barrel part of the gin because it barrel, really I
1: don't really taste it.
0: Yeah, but I think it blends in well. Yeah, maybe because it like it I I think the botanicals would like really mix not great with like the ginger and the sinar.
1: Hmm. So you think it's kind of like uh, it kind of blunts it. I mean, I, I I can definitely see where you're saying like if you've got kind of like a light floral and then super juniper forward gin, but it's not like doesn't have that caramel flavor. It Doesn't mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Cause, I, I could see that kind of like turning into like a real like yeah. minty and bitey weird thing.
0: So I got <laughs> this recipe from the Tommy Rutter site. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it was. And they said Signer,
1: add Signer mm-hmm. to it. Wow. So they were suggesting. Yeah.
0: Like different cocktails for each one. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming this isn't like, oh, this is like the best thing you could do with it. Because I don't think, like I said, I don't think this accentuates the Tommy Rotter gin. But I think it blends well. Because I don't think you could do another type of gin in this drink. Because like, gin drinks are very floral. And usually when you do a, a mule like this, it's vodka or it's, you know, like a rum or bourbon.
1: Would you call this a ginger beer?
0: (laughs) Did you stutter?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nay. Hmm. So there is a classic drink that's for gin and ginger beer. But I think what it's called is a foghorn.
0: Hmm, Foghorn leghorn?
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like the big ass rooster.
0: (laughs) I'll say, I'll say, I want some (laughs) ginger beer in my gin.
1: (laughs) Good Lord. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, People are calling it a, a gin and stormy. Like mm, so okay.
0: it's, it's it's similar to this then. Yeah. Because this is a dark and stormy.
1: Someone calls it a ginger mule. One oh, okay. What did you add to this? Lemon juice or lime juice? I
0: accidentally did lemon, but it's supposed to be lime.
1: Perfect. Oh no, never mind. This is lime. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm so mad because I think I think it would have been a totally different drink with lime juice.
1: Oh, uh, I was trying to help you out. You know what I mean? I couldn't lie about
0: it. Because I think the lime <laughs> juice goes really well with the ginger beer, yeah, it, it, like lime juice always does, and I think maybe maybe that would have transformed the whole gin thing I failed it's
1: a, it's a gin thing,
0: I grabbed the wrong bottle
1: so is that ginger beer pretty uh colorless yeah, it's for clear. ginger beers that's yeah. that's got to be real ginger, like just kind of mm-hmm. floating around that's pretty colorless besides like the pale ginger that's sitting at the bottom, but with with the signer and then like the and then the tommy Rotter gin, it still kind of maintains. Even though you had pale ginger beer, it still maintains that kind of like caramel
0: yeah. drink. Mm-hmm. So I will say about this drink that the it drinks very easy for being sixty one percent.
1: Yeah, alcohol. I drank a lot of it. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> so I just did a TV shoot. Yeah, were you in it? I didn't I didn't ask you that. Actually, it wasn't a TV shoot. The TV shoot part got canceled. It was a big photo shoot. But uh, I was in a lot of the pictures. You were?
1: hmm Just like as like a fun time having yeah, so person. that's why
0: I like shaved my beard <laughs> off and I'm like, there's a part where we're like laughing and like eating food and... I can't uh, wait to see it. But anyways, so we did a big photo shoot. Uh-huh. And we had a huge uh, Hawaiian dinner. spread. Yeah. So there was like, there was like Hawaiian pulled pork that was slow cooked all day. <sighs> And then there was some Korean short ribs. There was like a salmon, kind of like a pico de gallo with some like raw salmon, kind of like sushi salmon. You know, like... Ceviche? The, or are you just trying to say ceviche? It's kind of like ceviche, but it's like a Hawaiian. It's huh, like a different... Like a like,
1: salmon ceviche? Yeah. Is it cooked in citrus juices or no? It
0: was like citrusy. Oh, oh. It was delicious. Oh, and there was like God. a Hawaiian mac salad and there was some rice and oh. it was just the best. But the guy who made it is from Hawaii. He was. He's also a bartender.
1: No, I didn't know that.
0: And he made it... We like, should have him on the pod. Yeah, I, I said that there. I was like, I need to have this guy on that pod so, one, I can get Hawaiian food again. Yeah. And then I can get another cocktail. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> can we do that? He could probably open my cabinet. He'd be like, oh, wow, you have lots of stuff. <laughs> I do. And you do. Could, like, whip us up something. Because I think that... So he made cocktails, and all he said was, rum or vodka. <laughs> and I was like, rum. So most people said rum, and then mm-hmm. one girl said vodka. No, she goes vodka and then uh he's like there's a d in
1: there and then it's we like, all no, got our vodka. drinks okay.
0: and then we were all, like waiting to take the picture because the sun was going down mm-hmm. and we're like oh he's he's making the vodka drink and she's like sorry <laughs> but oh. that drink was like it was so good I, there the had, I don't know what was in it i think there was mango because it was like very it was very tropical yeah but it was just like coming from like a real bartender oh man we need that to
1: was really good so and he's like kind of in the the kind of same area that i'm in right
0: yeah he was he, they kind of live right around the corner from you uh, let's do this <laughs> right yeah we dude should.
1: i could be like all right i will slow cook whatever the hell you want me to do and then you just make his drinks
0: like so we were we were doing a shoot all day so we did a shoot at like they have like a pool so we were doing some because it was like a big summer shoot so we we're doing all this, all this stuff all day, I could just smell Hawaiian food cooking. Like, every time I'd walk by either, like, the grill or, like, he was inside cooking, like, the window was open. I'm mm. like, ugh, I can't wait for dinner. <laughs> yeah, so I good. mean,
1: yeah, I will. Let's make that happen. Yeah. Like, this summer. But, yeah, That'd so... That'd be if, amazing, if you right? See,
0: there's some advertisements of is, me coming out of it, me laughing eating Hawaiian food.
1: <laughs> um, is he Hawaiian? Like, a yeah, native Hawaiian?
0: he's native Hawaiian. Yeah. Oh, man.
1: Just, like, authentic Hawaiian food mm-hmm. plus cocktails.
0: Mm-hmm. Andy almost came to the Ho- Hawaiian party, but he missed my phone call. Ugh. Me, me, yes, yes, I <laughs> yeah. did. Because
1: yeah, th- that would have been cool. Kind of sounds like high school, always missing phone calls. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: sighs> so this was a really good drink. didn't happen. This is a strong drink, uh, yeah. I guess it it was so the only alcohol in here well i guess the Sinar is alcoholic uh,
1: but there's like what Not a quarter much. ounce
0: a quarter ounce in each how
1: many ounces was it, uh, so there's oxygen, a, was it uh
0: one and a half ounces okay in each drink so that probably isn't normally too bad but 61 percent. that's about two ounces basically
1: which equates to a, a normal cocktail yeah in my opinion so
0: but i'm already kind of feeling it i think same um, so we, should we get into? There's a couple things we want to talk about today. Yeah. Aside from the drinks, should we get to any now, or should we wait? Um, take a break and make the next one.
1: Let's take a break. Get to the next I'm cocktail. I'm so excited for this next. And cocktail. then let's talk about think, my kind of like a. I'm not going to say a Ponzi scheme, but okay, let's talk. So
0: Andy's in a Ponzi scheme, and I also have a book homework for him. So a book homework. Uh
1: huh. I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah. Am I paying for this book homework? <laughs> this
0: is a pizza bag from Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like,
1: I'm like, oh Justin, you want me to read a book? No. Will I pay an institution $1,000 to make me read a book? Of course. Yeah. I think
0: this next cocktail is one of the most excited I've been about a cocktail. Wow. Without further ado. Without further ado, we're going to take a break and make it. Bye. Bye. (laughs) And we are... (laughs)
1: we weren't really in tune with like
0: the the accent that we were going for (laughs) so what we're (laughs) drinking this is a peach violet empress gin sour
1: what the heck (laughs) peach so maybe peach schnapps or peach liqueur
0: so there is let me okay go through the ingredients so we've got your gin your empress 1908 gin Mm -hmm. then there's lemon juice there is peach liqueur or peach syrup we use peach liqueur there is violet liqueur, and then there's simple syrup, and then there's mint.
1: Wow. <laughs> it kind of smells like a... I don't think this is going to be... A candle? I don't think this going to be nice, but I'll say it anyway. It kind of smells like a generic Easter candy and a little more floral.
0: I don't get that at all. What? <laughs> I'm going to give it a little sip, though.
1: It almost smells like a lemonade.
0: Nope.
1: Really? Here's the here's the problem. Justin <sighs> and I have very different taste buds. I do. And there is... No third party to verify, <laughs> so it's just me and Justin going.
0: Um, no, not really. So I, so I was talking to listener Lauren. And, LL, we'll just and, call her LL for short. Yeah, you know, we were talking about her being a guest in the pod, and mm. she's like, "Oh, I don't know if I could add anything." I was like, "Yeah, you could," because sometimes me and Andy could use like a uh, another <laughs> voice. We, and she said, "Yeah, I can see that."
1: We, <laughs> <laughs> I I love her bluntness. Yeah, I like that. So.
0: That's why we love our guests. Oh, yeah. So what do you think about this? What do I think about this? It, it tastes very different than it smells. I will, t- I will say that. There's a lot to unpack. There is. So... This is
1: something that I've never had before, you it's know? It's
0: super different. So with this violet liqueur, yeah. which I had to go kind of far to get it. Okay. where do you go, man? So I went to DeWitt. Okay. Where I go to find all the lost liqueurs.
1: <laughs> so Liquor City? Yeah.
0: And so I was reading about this on the... So this... Uh, this cocktail is on, you know, it's got a long reading script. But the guy said, if it's got a laundry you add list too much violet liqueur in anything, it starts to be too soapy. Like, tastes too much like a mm. soap. So there's not that much. There's only a quarter ounce in each. And it's very purple, too.
1: It's very purple. This whole thing is like, mm-hmm. like this is like a nice, this is a pastel purple at this yeah.
0: point. And so then the peach liqueur, they you can make either a peach simple syrup. Mm-hmm. So if you have peaches, you can like cook them and then put them with like that's, the, that's the simple excellent. syrup. Yeah. Or you can get a peach liqueur. If you use peach liqueur, they say add a little bit more simple syrup, which mm-hmm. I did because mm-hmm. it's not as sweet as making like a peach simple syrup. Sure. And then you've got your gin, your empress gin. It's very purple. Because of the Empress Gin and the Violet liqueur, kind of makes yeah. it purple. You got your lemon juice. This is, this is good. This is good. I don't taste... So the mint, you put a bunch of mint leaves in, and then you shake it all up, so they kind of get a little bit muddled in the mm-hmm. ice and the shaking. In the taste yep. it a little bit. Like, there's a hint of mint. No. I'm going to say this again.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Just everyone just imagined that I just said, little mint hint.
0: And I said, hint mint <laughs>
1: This should be like a soundboard <laughs> button where we don't actually have to say it, but like we feel like we did our due yeah. diligence.
0: If you're new to the podcast, this has come up several times, and me and Andy <laughs> apparently say <laughs> the exact same thing in the same situation.
1: And then Justin has to listen to it like seven more times while mm-hmm. he edits it.
0: So when the first time that happened, it was interesting to me to see that like a, a memory that's erased when the same situation comes up, mm-hmm. you act exactly the same way. And that conversation that we had. About a hint of mint. The conversation was literally identical to the one we had previous.
1: There was, there was like a radio lab where I think something happened with this girl's mom. Like it might have been like a, a TIA, so like a trans ischemic attack. So it's not a full on stroke, it resolves, but you've got this kind of temporary blockage of blood flow to the brain. I don't know if it was a TIA, but something happened with mom and she forgot like what was going on, like literally every two minutes. And Two minutes would go, her her memory would wipe, and then she would basically say the exact same thing over and over again. Yeah. You know, part of me is like, okay, am I just boring? And I'm like, no, that kind of is like human nature. It's, you know, you're it's in the like same situation. It's how
0: your personality reacts to that situation, yeah. and it's
1: pretty consistent. Yeah.
0: So, like, if we forgot an episode, like, say we forgot that we did one, and we did it again, we could we possibly weird, do the exact same episode. Oh my again? gosh.
1: dude, that should be an episode <laughs> in itself. We should we should find one that we kind of forgot about and go, oh, I didn't know that we did that. Redo it and then compare it.
0: And see what sentences are like exactly How the same. How creepy would that That be. would be really weird. <laughs> so back to this drink. I was looking for, it calls for peach liqueur. Mm-hmm. And I kept finding peach schnapps. Yeah. So I was looking at like, okay, what's, what's the difference ever? between schnapps and liqueur? So liqueur is something that's distilled and then flavoring is added to Whereas schnapps is the flavor, like the peaches or whatever, carry through into the the distillation process. process.
1: gotcha. And so,
0: and so they have different flavors. So I was like, I gotta find peach liqueur because that's Mm -hmm. what it calls for. And Mm -hmm. like everywhere I was just seeing peach schnapps, peach schnapps. Finally, I found something that said peach liqueur, and then I bought it. Good lord,
1: how 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 much like
0: groundwork did you cover for this? (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) But then I, on the back of the peach liqueur bottle, it's like, check us out on our website at. Because it's like 99 peaches. It says... <laughs> peach Schnapps.com. Yeah, it says 99schnops.com. I'm like, no! <laughs> so I think it is still peach schnapps, even Dang though it, it says peach liqueur. That sucks, dude. This does smell like um like a potpourri, kind of. Or... Yeah, but it's lemony, though, right? Mm-hmm. It, for some reason, I'm getting lavender. And I don't know no. if it's just because my brain is seeing purple and smelling floral, yeah. that it's like, yeah. oh, lavender. So
1: speaking of which, I had like a violet salad the other day all right caitlin's mm-hmm. been getting really into foraging which i love like i love that about her mm-hmm. like that's her passion like where she could spend a lot of time reading books and actually doing foraging i'm like i'm gonna go rock climb you know like <laughs> that's my thing and so we watched we we watched like this like oh top top 20 like things that you can forage and eat right and i think it was for great britain but i think you know there's some crossover mm-hmm. yeah and one of them was dandelions yeah, dandelions yeah, you can, are great. You can, you can eat the flowers. You can eat everything. So. Yeah, they're high in
0: vitamin C. Are they? And you can also make coffee from dandelion roots. Mm. I didn't know about the
1: coffee part, but yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, it's crazy. But it's just funny because like... You I know, think
0: I ate dandelion when I was at your house once.
1: Yeah, I think she mixed it into a salad. She mixed salad. it into a salad, yeah. Just the leaves though. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we've had garlic mustard. We've had violet. Yep. Um, See,
0: I wish I knew as much as Kalen because that stuff like super intrigues me. Because I feel like it's stuff that 200 years ago was more was common, knowledge. common knowledge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, because I mean, there's there's trees that like the bark is does the same thing as like aspirin, mm-hmm. and
1: it's a willow tree. There's so yeah, yeah.
0: There's so many different plants and flowers and trees that do so many things so, that so many people have just like lost that knowledge because of technology.
1: Well, in a lot of a lot of times, what you're seeing that you can forage, it's an invasive species, mm-hmm. right? Like, Mint is invasive mint is invasive and one thing that's notable is garlic mustard Mm -hmm. so i don't know i mean we have a lot of garlic mustard around our house and if you go back historically to like the 1700s you know and and kind of around that time garlic mustard was heavily used in european cuisine so they must have just brought it over and it's super invasive i mean you can we just pick it up and it kind of has like a very strong garlic flavor to it Mm -hmm. where was i so we were talking you know so yeah we ate violet like we ate like you know, we kind of like, um, you know, boiled it up a little bit mm-hmm. or, or maybe steamed it. But it it's good. just
0: interesting because violet is one of those things that it's more used in like a soap context than it is a flavoring in food. Yeah. And I, I mean, I gotta so, say, like, like people, it wasn't people say things are like soapy or like, oh, it tastes like soap when they're I really just lavender attributing a, attributing that flavor to something that's more. Yeah, because lavender <clears> is can... used more in hand cream soap context than it is food. Right. Even though it, it can be eaten. I had lavender cookies once, and the like, the strength of the lavender was so strong, it felt like I was eating soap. See,
1: that's the problem. You got to make, like, soap out of, like, animal fat. I mean, just, like, stick with yeah. it, right? I think, okay, so if, say, say, someone goes, oh, it tastes like soap, it either tastes very floral, very, like, artificially citrus or whatever, you know, whatever else, you know, is going on in terms of the soap trends <laughs> <laughs> or it tastes very basic right yeah. so like a very like super super basic mm-hmm. this is you know this is good i don't i don't really i mean when i'm tasting this and smelling it it's floral but it's and it's kind of like a different type of floral that we're not really used to especially with cocktails yeah. but
0: so how even do you cuisine. Think, how do you think this accentuates the empress gin because you've had other empress gin cocktails
1: um the juniper is present right mm-hmm. empress gin for me isn't this like crazy dynamic floral gin experience? For me, it's like a pretty straightforward, kind of dry, juniper forward, and then it has the nice color to it.
0: Mm-hmm. This is really good, though.
1: It is good, but but I don't think it's like something where you're like, oh my gosh, like, I mean, the, you know, when you're adding the violet to it, it's already purple, you know? Mm-hmm. It would be interesting to see what color it would be, probably just a little paler yeah. Purple. You know. But but it would be interesting to see like maybe how how, how does this taste with like Plymouth gin that's also floral, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Floral and like a maybe like a little citric. Yeah.
0: I might I might try that later because I have yeah. two give different a, types of gin here. Maybe I'll try give this. A with, yeah. So this this violet liqueur has been made since eighteen eighty five in France. Wow. This is Gifford. For four uh, generations, the Gifford family has cared passionately about the quality of our offerings, and we take care to ensure that our customers are able to enjoy them at their best. their offerings, offerings. it's
1: like a like a like a sacrificial lamb yeah. what's going on? You Is go it to, biblical?
0: You go to the Gifford distillery and they're just like there's all these altars, like stones <laughs> What goes on there? <laughs> we care a lot about our offerings.
1: a lot of bloodletting to the gods have been going on.
0: But the smell is very violet without yeah. having a lot of violet in there. How does the uh, how does the peach shine through? You tasting that?
1: It's subtle. Mm-hmm. It's more um, peach than violet, though. Do you think so? Mm-hmm. I in mean, in terms of ingredient wise, yeah. Yeah, but the violet's very strong. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: That's why it said anything you you use the violet in, it takes over a drink very easily. Yeah, this is good though. So. We have two things we want to talk about. First, should we talk about your pyramid scheme, or should we talk about your book homework? Let's go with
1: book homework.
0: Okay, so I gave Andy a book a while ago, and he did not like it. I don't think he got two pages in. Yeah, it was very condescending
1: in. towards nurses. <laughs> <laughs> so I no, gave... it was just it was just sassy. I don't know. So just... if you
0: gave, if you listen to the podcast. I don't know how long ago it was. Whatever, yeah. If you, but if you I gave listen. Andy Catch-22 to read because I remembered it being a good book. And it was kind of it was kind of coming up again in conversations because it was kind of prevalent to our current time.
1: Did you read it? Did you reread I have not, it?
0: I have not reread it, no. I want to. But I remember it being funny, but it's also like it goes from like funny to like really dramatic. And I just really liked it when I read it. So I, I, I gave it just to like, Andy. I was just like kind of like, in oh. like the
1: little hem-haw like yeah Yeah. i don't know like it it <laughs> he, just reminded me of did like not like it yeah it it reminded me of like maybe like a less serious version of me in war mm-hmm. for the character and i don't think of myself as like a very serious person yeah but like this person was like oh war <laughs> and so, like stop stop yeah. mashing
0: you're doing the mash thing. i think mash was heavily based on catch 22 i know but so, they, I feel
1: like they did it better. So, in my, <laughs> you only
0: read two pages, though. So I read a couple of chapters, dude. You did? Were you counting the creases? <laughs> so, but I didn't actually recommend that to Andy. It came up in conversation. Yeah. Naturally. And then Andy said, oh, I'll read it if you have it. So, this, this is a book I'm actually going to recommend to Andy to see if he reads. What is it called? So, I'll just hold this up for Andy to see because he didn't want to see the title.
1: The Mustache. Yeah. <laughs> so, and... this is a... It's a man shaving with like an old timey razor, a like sky colored mustache on his face (laughs) in sort of like a, what's the, what what, like what style of art would you say that is? I
0: don't know. It's kind of like a,
1: it's almost kind of like a weird Salvador Dali.
0: So like the backdrop is clouds and he's shaving his mustache and it's like going through him into the clouds. Yeah. Basically. His his
1: mustache is assuming the background of clouds.
0: So this is a book I read. And it's kind of a thriller about a mustache. Okay. So it's basically a guy shaves off his mustache, the premise of it. This guy shaves off his mustache, and then everyone's like, you never had a mustache. And so then this is like, it's like a psychological thriller of, did he have a mustache, and is everyone playing a joke? Or are they all crazy? Or is he crazy? Because did he ever actually have a mustache?
1: Based on that premise, I'm never going to read
0: that. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> How do people make money off of this think shit? Of, <laughs> think of Alfred Hitchcock... And okay. a mustache. That's what this book is. I'm not going to say I don't have time for it
1: cuz I feel like All right, so everyone's so read got, everyone's got time to read the first chapter. So read the first chapter. Okay, I'll read and the we'll first chapter.
0: Yep. This is a shorter book than Catch 22. It is.
1: Are there pictures? No. Weird.
0: But you can imagine a mustache. So this book <laughs> This book is 100- <laughs> 100 not <Without> condescending. <laughs> but you can imagine a mustache. Every time you need to think about it, turn back to the cover. <laughs> okay. This is only 146 pages. Okay, okay, okay. This is like a weekend read.
1: Okay. All right, I'll try. I'll try it. I'll try it out. All right, so let me just talk real quick. So Any in a pyramid scheme? Let me just talk really quick about Elon Musk, Mm -hmm. okay? Elon Musk is very into coins and cryptocurrency and all that stuff. I'm not a very smart man, okay? Let me just premise everything by this. Everyone knows Elon Musk is like very entrepreneurial, if if that's the...
0: Entrepreneurial.
1: There's an I in there at the end?
0: At the end. That's an L at the end.
1: Well, pretty close to the end. <laughs> Everyone knows that Elon Musk is pretty entrepreneurial, mm-hmm. right? And um, and he's charismatic, and he can kind of get the right people behind him to start it or move forward with the project. So this coin came out. It's not Dogecoin, because we already know that he supports that, but it's called Elon Mars. So that's the name of it. And like the ticker is called Elon, like dollar sign and then Elon. And I don't... I don't really like Elon Musk. I, you know, whatever. Like, I don't. I don't worship people. Right? It's kind of weird, but um, but I know people do. <laughs> and the so the coin came out on April twenty third, and I think I bought some coin on like May seventh or something like that, mm-hmm. and it kept rising. Well, it was like kind of hovering. You know, say I bought, let's just say for instance, I bought say one hundred and thirty dollars. It kept bumping up. It was like up to like $200. I'm like, that's great. That's crazy. Then all of a sudden it bumped up to like $900, (laughs) $1,100. So like 10 times its worth, right? Then all of a sudden it crashed down to like $60. Like within 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Should have sold. (laughs) Well, so I I mean, there's there's a whole economy side of things about it, but I I think it's going to go again. But basically someone... Someone that the developers of this coin gifted literally half of the entire economy of this coin, the guy gave it to someone else. He gave it to like a, it's called the Methuselah Foundation, which is um, focused on increasing the average lifespan of humans to 90 years. So they're working on organ regeneration and just general like kind of genetic
0: do you know why it's called that?
1: Yes, it's from the Old Testament.
0: <laughs> He's the oldest living person in the Bible. It's
1: like 900 years old or something like over that? Over 900, yeah. 957? Yep. Let's just go with that. Okay? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, anyway, so here I am. I'm kind of stuck with that, and um, I'm just kind of watching it.
0: You skipped right over Bitcoin, Dogecoin, and went right on to Aloncoin?
1: Uh, Dogelon Mars.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh,
1: but, so, Bitcoin... I do have b- some Bitcoin mm-hmm. and I do have a little bit of Dogecoin. And then I also have on Mars. But it was like, I mean, the thing was literally made on August, on uh, April, sorry, April 23rd. It was like, okay, you know, whatever. Get in as an early investor, right? You know, small, a small little uh, scratch off, essentially, you know? Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting with bated breath just to try to see if I'm going to be a kajillionaire. So here's another point. Here's another question. Do and- you
0: like wake up your wife, like, Nudge her when she's asleep. Like, hey, hey, hey!
1: It went up one more cent. Are you talking about in in terms of my investment or like the whole
0: stock? Like, it went up one more cent. If it went up a cent, notify her.
1: Look, Justin. If it went up a cent, Mm -hmm. I would be worth literally millions of dollars. I'm not kidding. It's, these are these are coins that are worth like ten to the negative seven cents. Okay.
0: So it'd be a little bit more emphatic than that. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm quitting my job. Hey, I really
1: want you to sleep in, but I'm having cold sweats right now.
0: Do you have like a little confetti cannon by your bed at all times, yeah. just in case? And an air horn? Yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> It happened. It's worth a cent. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, but you're right though. If it did go, if it if it got up to one cent, um, it would be game over for me.
0: Well, I hope it does.
1: Uh, I'm not going to say one cent. If it went up to two cents, it would absolutely. What be What if game it went over. up to
0: twenty cents?
1: I would lose my shit. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'll tell you off the pod how much that is. Could worth.
0: I quit my job? Would you just give me money? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, dang it!
1: But but I would fund some sort of podcasting okay. thing, right?
0: You would fund a business. I wouldn't, business. Let, I wouldn't you let, let you, you quit the...
1: your job, but I would let you maybe quit your job and you would, just pivot and do a different job. <laughs>
0: you would hire me.
1: Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's what I would do. Uh,
0: <laughs> so so that's
1: kind of where I am. Cool. Everyone, you need to not buy doggle on Mars because I'm not, you know, not giving financial advice. But here we are anyway. So what was uh? So we talked about a book.
0: Yeah, so I think um back to the cocktails. What uh what was your favorite?
1: I gotta say neither of them really um accentuated the gin, mm-hmm. right?
0: I think the first one was more drinkable. It was very like back porch yes. summer Hot very day. drinkable. Yeah, yeah, you
1: could still you could you could do it probably as the sun was setting, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. This is a spring drink to me.
0: This is very it's got a lot of strong flavors. Yeah. Like the peach and yep. the violet. I really like it. It's floral.
1: Not it, This is a very, like, there's a, I know you're not like a seasons guy, but mm-hmm. this is a tight window.
0: I think this would pair well with like, if you're like eating fruit or something, you know what I mean? Like if oh, you're yeah, eating Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Completely yeah. agreed. Yep. Like, I think
0: the other one is a very good, refreshing standalone drink.
1: Like, if you were having a salad or a fruit salad, this is a good drink to have mm-hmm. with yeah. that salad.
0: Like, I think this drink is good. I think it's just, it's not like a cocktail that you just stand alone and sip.
1: No. It's also not a cocktail that we're just like, oh man, I can't wait to, like, what should I make for a cocktail with this barbecue?
0: <laughs> yeah, everyone's <laughs> drinking violet peach <laughs> sours.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. This is like a very, this is a very floral forward drink, as we kind of mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. Like a salad or a fruit salad, 100%. Yeah. This is your drink.
0: I really like it, though.
1: I think everyone needs to have this drink once. Yeah, I think At least.
0: The, the violet and the lemon play really yeah. well together. Yep. Because it's got like the citrus and the mm-hmm. floral. And I, I, I kind of wish the peach came out to play more.
1: <laughs> Can peach come out? Peach hasn't done all of his homework.
0: <laughs> Hello, is peach there?
1: No, peach is not here. Well, he is. <laughs> and Peach is so, just, like, waving to you from, like, the window. I miss...
0: So, did you ever live in a neighborhood? <laughs> yeah, of course. Did you ever, like, go knock on your friend's door to see if they could come yeah. and play? Oh, yes. What a great memory.
1: I mean, I remember, like, being maybe six and my brother's being 8 Mm-hmm. And we were just, like, going around, cruising around in our neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Like, no one else was with us. We
0: were just doing our thing. Well, that's the thing. Like, when I watch, you know, like, Stranger Things. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, I have. You probably yeah. have. Yeah. They... They just get on their bikes and kind of go. Just ride around. And that's like my view of childhood. Like back, yep. w- you know, in the 90s, we wouldn't like, we would just get on our bikes with the neighborhood kids and we would go so far. Yeah.
1: And. Yeah. I mean, part of the, part of the trouble with the country is like, it's like, oh, you want to go see your friend? They're like eight miles away. Like you're not going <laughs> to. Yeah. are just going to ride 16 miles bike. round trip. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know. A lot you of can't hills. <laughs> you like get like eight miles and then you're like, can he play? And they're like, No.
0: It's dinner time. No! <laughs> it's dinner. But I left at breakfast. <laughs> I packed a snack. <laughs> Can I have dinner at your house? I'm famished. <laughs> <laughs> better be getting back. It's bedtime. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: You like pack a tent. Yeah, for the journey.
0: So, which drink did you like better? You liked neither. But of the no, two, no. I'm
1: not saying I liked neither. But what I, I asked I'm you, just which... saying, I'm just saying they didn't highlight the gins. Yeah. The gins. Both
0: of them kind of detracted from the gins
1: they were not gin forward yeah and when like this is an episode where we had not great i'm not gonna say crazy gins but we had different gins
0: but so the Empress gin is very like it's, it's novelty not so, color almost yeah
1: it's not so dissimilar in flavor to anything else yeah. that we've had before mm-hmm. it's it's the color right
0: yeah. and i think the tommy rotter gin which is great i don't think you could use another gin in that drink which is why i think they had that on their website as like, oh, agreed. you can mix this with ginger beer because of the bourbon barrel aged I,
1: flavors. Agree to disagree, and that will come with time. What I will say is, I've never had a drink like this last one, mm-hmm. the one with violet, the one with peach, peach liqueur. What's it called so, again? Is is there a name to it?
0: It, it just said it's just like listing out all the peach ingredients. Huge empress gin sour. Wow, which is everything. Someone there. needs to just come up with a different. I name think for if it. you really want something to to accentuate gin, yes, it has to be like two or three ingredients at most, mm-hmm. which is Agreed. like a gimlet or something like that. It gets
1: it gets easily buried. Yeah, it really does. I mean, I truly believe that one of the best ways to explore a specific gin and appreciate the liquor, I'm sorry, the li- the liquor. Um, I think it's just a um a martini, mm-hmm. right? Because you I'm have. I'm
0: not a big martini fan.
1: Okay. But if you're, like, trying to really isolate the gin, that's the way to go, Mm -hmm. right?
0: See, so, like, we drink a lot of gin at Uh D&D, and I think just mixed with a little bit of, like, lemon or lime juice and simple syrup, it's just, like, it's just so good.
1: I think there's another very simple way to go. Mm -hmm. I won't say either of them are wrong, but I think if you're, like, if you're basically looking for a way to get, like, the essence of that gin, I think it's very hard to go wrong with a martini.
0: That's true, Yeah.
1: So, what was your favorite out of both of these?
0: So, all day I was like really excited for this like violet peach. Yeah. But I think my favorite was the, like the, just the gin dark and stormy. It was very drinkable. I think everything went together. I'll try it again, maybe with lime juice, but I think it was fine with lemon juice.
1: Yeah, I I don't think it'll hurt it if you put lime juice in it. It was a very drinkable drink. I think it balanced, like it would be interesting to have the simer. Ciner. Signer, it'd be It would be very interesting to have the signer with maybe a sweeter or just kind of more basic ginger beer.
0: Should we do a signer episode?
1: No, <laughs> um, only if we are eating avocado. Nope, hold uh, the phone. Artichoke, artichoke uh, with it. Um, I think that would be like
0: artichokes just... and signer.
1: Yeah, mm. and then um...
0: what if we did a like a, uh, a signer and mayonnaise cocktail? Oh, <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that's uh, good. No. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Everything was good. Yeah, I think they were good. The Tommy Rotter, If you can get a, your hands on a bourbon barrel aged oh. bottle of Tommy Rotter is delicious.
1: But my full recommendation is: don't do this cocktail as the first experience no. with Tommy Rotter Like do, literally, just do it. Very simple. Just make gimlet, a gimlet or one. martini. Like yeah. pick one mm-hmm. and just go with it and enjoy it. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh we talked about a lot of crazy things and uh good luck editing this episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh hopefully uh I'll pass this mustache book off to Andy and maybe he'll read a chapter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very low standards. You're going to be like, "Oh, you read a
0: whole chapter?" Ha, the whole thing is just one chapter. <laughs> we'll see. And uh we'll uh keep you updated on Dan on Dandy on Andy's cryptocurrency pyramid scheme. Yeah,
1: I'll, I'll let you know what I'm up if to. If he goes
0: up to a cent or two, maybe we'll uh, be able to quit our jobs.
1: I mean, yes. We're very far off. If
0: you want to see Snackdown with our full attention given to it, go buy Mars coins or whatever it is. Yep,
1: not that. It's not dog, that. Dog, dog, Elon Mars. Elon, dog Elon Mars. Dog Elon Ticker Mars. Dog Elon Mars. Ticker is Elon. And you know what? Honestly, invest where you think it's great. Don't invest with us. Unless you
0: want to. <laughs> I'm not a financial advisor. <sighs> All right. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And you can find this episode and a bunch of others like it on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and a bunch of other places. You can go to our website at www.snackdownpod.com. You can support us on patreon.com slash snackdown. And you can call us and leave us a message at 315 and three five four five six can i just say something real quick yeah sure. i
1: kind of forgot that we owned snackdownpod.com you did yeah we don't really use it for anything right
0: well it's where all our stuff is hosted we should make a website though really like a cool website
1: not one of those lame websites
0: no like a cool one yeah so if you are a website developer and you're listening and you're like i've got a lot of free time yeah <laughs> give us the jingle <laughs>
1: And and if you if you give us a jingle, we'll answer with yellow, yellow.
0: <laughs> we'll because we'll, that's we probably the start... only
1: that is the only way that you can answer the phone if you ask people to give you a jingle. Mm-hmm. Right? Yellow, yellow,
0: yellow. Okay, we'll answer with a color. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>
1: <laughs> look at you man you're really uh you're really losing it over there you're spilling your drink and getting that gin up in your eyeballs i
0: laughed so for the listener <laughs> i laughed into my peach violet sour which then splashed into my eyes dude uh, Burn. <sighs>